0: Last week we um, started the series out and, and uh, both Pastor Chad and myself, we shared our um, experiences, our testimony is uh, regarding the ba- our baptism in the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit and they were very different and I know that if we took a survey or heard your story or maybe you don't have a story yet and that's going to be that's available to you, but, uh, but it would be different. Right, because we all come from different backgrounds and different denominational backgrounds and things of that nature. But uh, I shared something last week, and this was just something I was I was uh, meditating on as we were worshiping. But my experience when I received uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit at, at age I was seven, it was eighty-seven, whatever that was. I was somewhere around seventeen or so. But um, my youth pastor encouraged me. I was I was struggling, and again, you can go back and listen to the to the message from last week, but she just said something that, for whatever reason, clicked. And she said, you have your mind on the gift and not the giver. And I was, as we were worshiping, I knew this, but it was just made light to me that Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. He is the one who baptizes you in the Holy Spirit. And uh, I just maybe that was just for me, but... <laughs> It's not, he's more than willing. He's more than uh, happy to do that. And uh, I, just, I was just enjoying that moment, remembering, like, that's, that's why she said that, because he's the one who baptizes. What is baptized? To dunk, to immerse. And I started, then I started, this is me, This welcome to my brain. I'm thinking, how does that look in the Spirit if we're submerged into Holy Spirit? What is that? it's our spirit man, right? So that got crazy, but we'll uh I think we'll see some uh realities of that and and uh after we leave this life and and get some more insight on what that looks like. Probably be amazed. But let's open up right away in Acts one eight just to just to kind of refresh a little bit. Acts one eight says But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And we've heard that word, maybe you've heard it not. That word power is dunamis, like dynamite. That's where we get that, it's explosive power, when Holy Spirit comes on us. And then Acts 2, 4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with tongues, with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And if Jesus needed this in His earthly ministry, how much more? do we remember when Jesus John, John the baptizer baptized Jesus and Holy Spirit descended on him as a dove and then he began his earthly ministry and you know Jesus is, is telling his disciples go and wait in Jerusalem to the promise of the spirit you know he, he, don't go anywhere don't do anything you, you need this and uh, how many know that, that stands true today we heard in Acts Acts didn't end it kind of just it was not really an ending. There's some probably TV series that you're like, that didn't really end, but but we're in we're the, the book of Acts is still going on, we're probably in chapter sixty thousand, I don't know, something. But the book of Acts is still being written to this day. But uh the, we we need that fresh filling of Holy Spirit. We need in our life in Christ. Who doesn't want everything available to us as believers? I want everything God has for us. I don't want to leave anything on the table. Okay? And I don't think you do either. So, let's go. So, Kingdom Living, partnering with Holy Spirit is the name of our series. And this is week two. Um, We're on a quest of learning to flow in the supernatural with Holy Spirit as our is our guide? He's our—he's called our teacher, he's called our helper, he's called our comforter. If there's nobody that needs any of that, we get—we got to talk. But uh, yes, he is all of those things, and I believe as we pursue this life of flowing in the supernatural, that we're going to experience being filled with God's presence. How many knows in the in Psalm sixteen eleven says? His, in His presence is fullness of joy. So if you're not experiencing fullness of joy in your life, well, it's in His presence, right? And I believe as we pursue this, this, this walk of the supernatural and, 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 and just really allowing ourselves to take in and, and, and allow the Word to be sown in our heart on this topic, we're going to just experience His presence Uh, throughout our days i believe it also will be receiving fresh revelation of jesus right that's part of holy spirit's job is to reveal jesus to us in john 16 13 it says he holy spirit will guide you into all truth he will glorify me this is jesus talking he will take of what is mine and declare it to you so if Holy Spirit will lead us, guide us into all truth, what did Jesus say about Himself? He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Jesus is truth, and Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. He'll, I, that just stuck in me one day when I realized that, so I use it over and over, but Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. Um, so that's good news. And then I believe also as we continue on and, and, and give ourselves to, to going down this, this road and learning about the supernatural, we'll be receiving ministry opportunities. Second Corinthians uh, 5.20 says, we are ambassadors for Christ. So you can just sit like a little bump on a log and do nothing, but you're anointed for something. You have Holy Spirit for something. And when you step out in faith, believing, yielding to the Holy Spirit, you're going to see him show up on the scene. And uh, we're, we're supposed to be filled up, not just for the sake of being filled up, but filled up to pour out, right? Out of our bellies flow, flow rivers of living water. So you're not filled up just for filled up's sake, so you don't, you know, I don't want to be empty. I just want to be filled up. And then just sit on the couch and... You know, you have, you have to pour out. It's, it's, it's for others around you. Okay? There's a reason. It's not just to uh, uh, be absorbed in yourself. But we are His ambassadors. What's the word ambassadors? Uh, representatives, right? Represent. We're to represent Jesus. What did Jesus look like on the earth as He walked around in His earthly ministry? He went about doing good in healing all who are oppressed of the devil. You'll never see any time where Jesus was ministering sickness to somebody. No, no. He, he even, one guy said, if it be your will, he said, "It I will. That's established. I will. He accomplished everything on the cross that we needed and um, he made available to us everything that we need to walk out our life to look like he looked, right? And John also says, the works that I do, greater works will you do because I go to my Father. The same Holy Spirit that He ministered with is the same Spirit that we are to minister with, right? We are one Spirit with Him. It's, I mean, you can, this isn't part of my notes, but this is just a reminder. I mean, we hear this over and over, and I, I believe we, we need to hear it over and over. Um, you know 're We're, we're going to eventually get into the gifts of the Spirit talked about in First Corinthians 12 through 14, and uh, different things, but um you know just regarding that, maybe some of you have have uh, been in churches in the past or whatever um, or experienced this at, at some level, um, the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit kind of looked looked weird and flaky, or the person was weird and flaky. Has, has that ever happened? See, any anybody. I feel like, I know I haven't, but I feel like I've seen it all. In my, day. Yeah, I'm not that old, but I know I haven't seen it all, but I've, I've seen some stuff that made me think, that's interesting. But as a kid, as a kid I've seen some stuff, and I'm not saying this was a gift of the Spirit in operation, but as a child I thought, well, oh, that must be normal, we're in church, for someone to, Sound like a fire alarm going off, like a, a tornado siren, and I just thought, oh, it was quiet, and then I, it sounded like a tornado siren went off, and I thought, well, that that must be normal, but no, I, I don't think that was normal, but and I, that's not a gift of the spirit, but it's just like I've seen some, you know, we're we're people, right? Everybody's got their own personalities and whatever and all that stuff. We're not gonna go get on this road, but um, but the the reason I I, I kind of just Say that. I mean these people who maybe you've witnessed look a little flaky weird but their their heart was in the right place or zealous for God, they wanna be used and all that and, and we all make mistakes. I mean it's it's a thing, but um it could have resulted in people being hurt. I know there's stories of people being hurt. I, I remember one instance where there was I you know, it was a minister and and, and said, had a word over somebody and I'm just like, Whoa, like it made me very uncomfortable. And uh I, I'm whether that was dealt with or not by the leadership, I don't know, but it was just like, you know, something was scratchy, something was off there. And um it wasn't blessing the person, it was just discouraging and um it w- it wasn't edifying <laughs> to say the least. I won't go into the details, but um I've seen that and you know, people can get offended, hurt, um just turned off and just like, you know. Maybe, maybe yourself, you yourself have experienced something um, in a negative sense and it's turned you off and you're like, I don't really want anything to do with this. But no, um, these gifts are from God and uh, it's, it's as Holy Spirit wills that these manifest. And our desires that the gifts of the Spirit that we read about in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 and 14 mostly, um, that they are in operation because this is God's design. It's God's will, right? This is part of how um, we're edified. And uh, it's beautiful when it's done decently and in order. And uh, it really, if, when the gifts manifest in the right way, decently and in order, they draw people to Jesus. Amen? And I've seen that. I've seen more done decent and in order than I have in a negative way. So that's, that's good. So... Let's go to, I don't know if this is our key scripture or not, but I'm calling it one today. So 1 Corinthians 12.1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And again, we learned last week, we heard Pastor Chad mention that that word gifts, that's italicized up there. um, That that wasn't in the original Greek text. Uh, That's why it's italicized. But that word word spiritual, so it says now concerning spiritual, brethren. So that word spiritual is referring uh, and pertaining to the spirit and the supernatural, which does include, that would include the gifts of the spirit described in 1 Corinthians 12 through um, and the vocal gifts. We're going to get into all that uh, in chapter 14. But we are, you know, we are our first spirit, right? You've heard this here over and over. We are a spirit, right? We have a soul. Mind, will, and emotions, we have a soul. And we live in a body, right? So our spirit man is the real us. I mean, there's a verse, that I can't remember, the. this is my paraphrase, but everything that we see was made from something we can't see, right? So in my estimation, the spirit realm is way more real than the natural realm because the natural realm manifested out of the spirit realm, right? So the spirit realm, our, our spirit man is who we should be. What most focused on, right? And in our study and in our in our learning um, regarding the real us. Do you do you agree with that? Like that, we should know how the real us is to operate. Our flesh. There's from what I've read. There's no good thing that dwells in our flesh. Our flesh wants its own way, disregarding anybody else's opinion. Flesh wants what it wants. I don't have to tell you if you're. I mean, look at a baby. <laughs> so that kind of uh, says it all, but I love babies. All right. So the nine gifts of the Spirit uh, we'll be learning about in the weeks to come are, uh, are to minister, the whole thing, they're to minister God's love, God's grace, God's mercy, right, to hurting people. And maybe you're, we're all hurting at some point, at some level, and I've seen this manifest over the years i again i shared a little bit in my testimony last week i had a i had a very i'm very grateful um, for just the experiences i've had from my youth on through again i've seen negative and in, in in what you would call weird stuff or whatever but um, i'm so grateful and i'll get into that a little bit but for what uh, just my journey has been like to to see um, just how things operate uh, regarding the gifts of the spirit but People are hungry. Would you agree? People are hungry for real, the real. Don't you agree? Not religion. Religion is just dead, right? We all know that. We've exposed the, the, the deadness of that. And maybe, I mean, you've tasted of that and seen it's not good, right? So, but people are hungry. And, I mean, you can just see that in our society and our culture just the interest the desire for the supernatural whatever way that manifests the desire for you know from you know whatever the horoscopes to everything i mean we've you know just knowing something is out what they're hungry for is god they're hungry for the real who is having a relationship with holy spirit that's they're they're hungering for their creator and they don't know it they're looking into creation to fill a need that only the Creator can fill, right? <clears throat> I didn't plan on saying that. That was good. All right. <laughs> so we want to, based on the Scripture, God doesn't want us to be ignorant, right, of, His, of the gifts of Holy Spirit. So uh, we don't want to be ignorant. How can we, how can we eradicate this, this ignorance? And this is just some general common sense, probably sounding stuff. So how do we do that? Good, good biblical teaching um, how many know we have a lot of resources, of just a few resources available to us nowadays? And it's ridiculous. Like I w- I'm from the day, and I'm, a lot of you probably are, from the day of cassette tapes. You know, I had cassette tapes at high and all that stuff, but I've sewn them into other people's lives. I've still got plenty, but I've sewn a lot of them into other people's lives. But, uh, but we have so many available resources to us, I mean, just to plug um, the ministry that we're, you know, affiliated with uh, Terrace, um That Andrew Womack's website, I mean, just, just, uh, I think I don't know what, somebody said they figured out how long it would take you to listen to everything and it was like, Chloe probably knows, you know? it was, It was a long time. It was more than a lifetime, I think, probably. So, but there's so much good information on any topic and especially the topic of, Uh, the gifts of Holy Spirit of flowing in the supernatural. And like I kind of mentioned earlier, um, another great way to learn uh, to feed on this truth is being around spiritual leaders. And I was so fortunate to see that. But seeing it modeled, and you can see it modeled on YouTube. You can see it modeled. You don't have to be in person. It's great, but you can see it modeled, you know, visually if you will. But I saw it modeled again, not all the time, but the majority of the time. As a child as a child, as a youth growing up, even in my adult years, but I I was so grateful that I saw things modeled in the spirit, the gifts of the spirit flowing to see how it was done decently and in order. And then you see the results of that in someone's life and the change, just how God uses that. I mean, it's as Holy Spirit wills, so it's not as you will. It says holy, but we want to stay yielded. We want to stay full. And uh, we want to stay ready. It's not just for, like Pastor Chad says a lot, it's not for the super dupers. It's for the regular, average, everyday Joe, Jane, Jane. Every day. So, talking to you, Jane. Um, but it's for everyone. I've seen gifts of the Spirit manifest in grocery stores, in whatever. I mean, I was at breakfast. This was a couple of years ago, a breakfast with my son. And uh, we used to do a, a regular breakfast. Now he's, he's too old. He's getting so old. Anyways. He sleeps and he needs his sleep. He's a growing boy. But we sat down and it just, God was stirring in me. Holy Spirit was stirring something in me. We had the regular waitress. And I, there was just something pulling in me. And uh, finally I, I stepped out and asked, even though my, maybe my flesh was scared. I said, hey, can, I, can we pray with you? Are you okay? And boom, I can't snap. Boom! She immediately broke down in tears and shared with us what she was going through, and um, it wasn't—you know—it was rough. And um, she just plopped down on that chair, and um, and uh, I—we we just joined together and and prayed over. And I mean, that was a simple, we'll say, a simple word of knowledge, saying, knowing that something was wrong. She had a need, and I was there. Holy Spirit showed up on the scene and uh, prompted me. I didn't hear an audible voice, but just prompted me in my spirit, right? He, he communicates with our spirit. And praise God, um, I wasn't downplaying that because I know I have. I know I've reasoned my way right out of stuff. I don't even want, I'm ashamed to say that. And I know we all probably have been there where you you oh, you know, you get in, you know, we care a lot about what people think of us, right? I think for the most part. But, uh, but praise God for those moments. Um, and that, that turned out, out great. Um, but it was just an opportunity to, to share the love of Jesus. And then um, another way to not be ignorant is just receiving counsel from, from those who aren't ignorant, right? Um, and then that kind of just goes back to all the resources we have available. Obviously it goes without saying, sowing the word of God, the truths of the word of God in our heart on this topic, um, hearing it over and over and over. And again, as we see those, those um, people that speak to our hearts, right? Not everybody's for everybody, right? Somebody might like one minister and somebody else might think he's weird or she's weird or whatever. It doesn't really, they can't really receive whatever the reason. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their own uh, tribe or whatever, personalities and all that. So, but whoever that is, and if they, as they flow on Holy Spirit, if they teach on that, give yourself to hear in that and, and ask Holy Spirit, speak to me through this, help me to see, open my eyes. It's very simple. This is, this is very common sense, right? But that's my, I, I believe also as we, we walk through this uh, this series, uh, you're going to get more hungry, right? Because you're giving yourself to the Word of God on on this topic and I've found in my life, I believe this is true, but the more I feed my flesh certain foods, the more my flesh demands those foods. I literally, it, it's kind of crazy. So whatever you do, on a eat on a regular basis or drink on a regular basis, coffee for one, right? My body demands coffee in the morning. So, um, but as we feed on the Word, we build up a hunger. We're, we stir up a hunger in us to want more, right? So that's really good. And I've, got, I've done that on so many different, topics and it's it's very interesting how that hunger is built up and is stirred up in me and it's it begin it becomes just an intense craving not it, it's amazing how you can eat and eat and eat of the truth of the word of god and yet you still be hungry think you know thank god we have a shut off on that in the flesh <laughs> but i think i've tried to i've tested that but but when we eat that's the beautiful thing about our Spirit man, the more we eat, the more we intake, uh, the more hungry we get, and the more we can take in, the more we can take in. But it's just, it's just really good. Um, many spirit-filled churches have taught on the gifts, uh, have have failed uh, probably to establish guidelines for that manifestation, that ministry, allowing the ministry of Holy Spirit, kind of just a free for all, right? I've I've been in in places like that um and and things kind of can go sideways and get weird and you know people can can experience some some interesting things um some churches have tolerated even like i'm not going to give any examples but like abuse of the gifts just like no this you know i don't know if somebody thinks it's up to them to to flow in this gift whenever they want or whatever but maybe there's been some abuse uh in the gifts and no this is holy spirit he's he wants me to do this right now regardless of what's going on maybe they're interrupting the, the service i don't know and, you know i got god's got a word right now even though you're you're ministering a word from the pulpit no god's got a word for me you know that's that's not orderly right so just an example i feel like i've i've seen that and passed it at some level but um, even um, you know people taking personal liberty and 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 their liberties trump the love of god and this all is to operate in love right right between these chapters 12 and 14 is what the love chapter right and god that that's where our heart our motivation always should be in any type of ministry um from the smallest circles of the family to you know congregationally it should be the love of the love of the father should be flowing in that at all at all times and um To really see the results uh, that we want, and um, it really, you know, even having the whole body in mind, as as we see, you know, the supernatural flow and the gifts of the Spirit manifest. I mean, as they do, the whole body. Maybe it's maybe it's somebody being ministered to individually. A lot of times it is, but it should bless the whole body, right? It should bless whoever is witness to this happening, it should be an encouragement to you. Look how much God cares about that person. That He would stop and just take time to love on them, to address whatever the situation is, whatever the need is. Look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting for that person. Look how much God loves that person to do that. And it should all glorify Jesus Not glorify the person, right? Not bring glory to the person like he's a big showboater, she's, you know, whatever. Not a a super-duper. But when it manifests beautifully and and in order and decently, it should point to Jesus and glory and glorify Jesus, right? Amen. I I believe that. So, um, you know, when there is no uh, established biblical guidelines and we see those, we're going to be seeing those in the weeks to come. Um, but there can be a little chaos and confusion. Like I said, people can, can maybe get hurt. Um, there can be some, you know, whatever. You can, you, maybe you could just, person's visiting, and I've heard those stories where they're just not, uh, that, they don't, that turned them off so much they're not coming back type stuff. But uh, that's our heart is to, to be a blessing to anybody who walks through these doors and, and, and to bring Jesus all the glory and, and to see Holy Spirit uh manifest his gifts as he wills and and I know that's all of our heart but um, this other stuff happens right and um and then there's there's overcorrecting some some churches denominations have overcorrected and shut the whole thing down we don't want any of this stuff going on you know they might believe in it but no we're not going to take any chances to to freak somebody out to whatever to to cause any uh commotion or whatever and that's what is that oh that's overcorrecting. that's you know as they say going from one ditch to to the other right um going from a free for all to a no no for all i don't know if that's a expression but uh yeah but and also maybe maybe you know seen misuse or negative have had negative experiences with that and they you know they they're they're Excuse—I don't know if that's the right word—but like we want to reach the lost, and this could freak some lost people out. But I've seen lost people witness the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit and draw them in. And again, that's that's my desire. I know that's your desire. And that's—I mean—look at Jesus' ministry as the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifested through His ministry. All of them did. Where people. Repel the the religious people. We know that whole thing, but people were drawn to him. Multitudes were drawn, right? And 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 that was beautiful. So it could be because of church growth that you know maybe denominations shut things down. Another reason, um, you know. Uh, let's see. Well, I think I covered that for the most part. I don't need to talk about that, but I. Maybe you've been this way, maybe you've or experienced this, maybe you haven't. I remember as a like, I don't know. At some points in my life I would say bring a, a friend or whatever to a church, knowing that there's a good possibility something could go down here today that looks a little crazy. But you are praying under your you know to yourself, please God, don't let so and so just let things be kind of normal today. Just just for their first visit. So they really enjoy this place, you know. Uh, but you're you always. I remember thinking that, like, oh boy, I don't know if they chose the right Sunday to come. This could be crazy, you know. But there's, you know, again, it's it's the personality of the church and all that stuff, and and just the way different people, um, you know, I don't know, manifest uh, being in God's presence, and and things can look kind of kind of uh, not normal, especially when you're comparing it to like kind of. Colder denominational type settings and whatever, but even raise your hands could look crazy. I remember that it took me a long time to get the bravery, the courage up to raise my hands. It's like, first, you're starting down here, <laughs> but you're holding on to something, yeah. So, baby steps, baby steps. But, anyways, uh, let's go to First Corinthians 14 um, 23. This is this could be. This is a verse I think used by uh, some to say, yeah, let's just shut the whole thing down. But 1 Corinthians 14.23 says, Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place and all speak with tongues and there come in those who are uninformed or unbelievers, will they not say that you are out of your mind? And that's true. That's the context of this verse. Looking at this verse, yeah. if, If somebody walked in here and we were all just, kind of like chaotically praying in tongues and yelling in tongues or whatever, I'm pretty sure the person would just walk right back out. Like, this is one of those places. But, um, but and then we see in 1439, um, go down and says, desire to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. No, oh, Wait a minute, that sounds a little con- contradictory. So you, you don't for, forbid to speak with tongues. So, you know, signs, signs can be bad it says this can be a bad sign that everybody's chaotically praying in tongues but let's look at verse 27 27 says fourteen twenty-seven says if anyone speaks in a tongue let there be two or at the most three each in turn and let one interpret so this again goes back to seeing the gifts operate decently and in order right when a tongue is in a like a corporate setting um you know out loud everybody can hear it. it it doesn't do anybody good any good if there's not an interpretation of that tongue because you don't know what's being said so that's kind of a, a an out of order situation and i did share this last week as i was Given my testimony, but I, I remember the church I spent the most time at through my youth and teen years. Um, I saw, and I even I even saw this guy a couple of years ago and thanked him for allowing Holy Spirit to operate through him in a way that impacted me. as a, he probably didn't even have a clue that I was even paying attention, and I know that he wasn't, you know, flowing in this gift because. That everybody was paying attention. He did it out of obedience. But as we would worship in this church, and I just remember moments where it kind of got quiet, and and, uh, and he would have a word in tongues. And maybe you think that's weird. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But it's biblical. But right after, within seconds, there was an interpretation of that word in tongues. And it blessed us. It edif- It was edifying. It wasn't fire and brimstone. It wasn't negative. It wasn't uh, condemning. No, it was a blessing to the whole church. And as a, if a kid, I don't. I mean, I was young. I was, I was probably in fifth grade when we started going there. How old are a person is in fifth grade? Eleven or twelve or something. But even before that I saw this in operation and for me to be impacted and remember that, like this is good, whatever this is. And a little funny side note, I would sometimes wait for that. Like I, was, I expected to see the manifestation of that gift every, every Sunday. And I didn't know the difference between interpretation and translation. So I would try to remember the first syllable he would say and then remember the first word in English that was said. Like, oh, that must be that. It's not a translation, it's an in- interpretation. That's only probably funny to me. But I did that for a few, a few times before I realized it wasn't the same thing. So, But anyways, just to, just to really drive that point home... Um, we're going to get into that, the specifics of that, uh, later in the series, but uh, just to kind of make that uh, you know, a point that it is a blessing, and that's just one of the gifts, but it is a blessing when it's operated decently and in order, and it's edifying to the body, it encourages the body, it, it builds up the body, and that's, that's the whole point of the gifts of the Spirit, is to um, leave you better than you were before, really. Um, it's the bill of the body. And, and how many know a church cannot accomplish all that God has planned for it by shutting down the ministry of Holy Spirit? It's God's desire. It's God's design. He wanted us to be in relationship with Holy Spirit, our best friend. He is in us. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. You can just talk to him like you talk to your spouse, you talk to your any anybody, your best, best friend. He's he's to be our best friend. Um 1 Corinthians 14, really, again, we're gonna get into this later on. That has a lot to do with the, the verb, vocal gifts, but edification and order is the are the primary themes of these of, of this this whole passage. And uh, God, how many knows God is a God of order, right? We see that in creation. Come on. All of creation proclaims His glory. God is not the author of confusion, right? If it's, if it's confusing, it's not from God. But God is about clarity and order. And um, that's really what it is. And, and Corinthian Church had the Corinthian church had the gifts in operation abundantly. But there was a lot of abuse and confusion. They came out of a crazy past, right? But Apostle Paul by Holy Spirit taught them in, in these chapters in 1 Corinthians 12-14 through and and uh, he was educating the church in the gifts of the Spirit in operation um, especially in a corporate setting just showing them how to operate in decently and in order. And, and that's really those two words edification and order. It's these are The gifts are to edify the body of Christ, to build you up, right? And they're to be done in, in, an or, in order. Not rigid either, right? It's supposed to be fun, I think. God's a fun God. And it's fun to see people set free. It's fun. I've, I, I, I probably have more stories than I, I can actually remember, but um, God is a good God and He has good things for us and these gifts... Are part of the good things, and and these gifts of the Spirit are actually they're weapons available to us as we yield the Holy Spirit. You know, maybe we reach a point in our lives that, um, you know, we've we've studied, we've we've gotten into the Word, and we've done all we know to do in our life, whatever the situation may be, and we just feel like we hit a wall, and that's an area where Holy Spirit can manifest through somebody, minister the gifts to you or manifest to you, even bring you a word of wisdom on a, on a topic as you give yourself maybe to pray in Holy Spirit, pray in tongues over a situation, asking the, the word uh, encourages us to, to pray that we may interpret. And that can come from a knowing. Pastor Chad, can kind I of touch on this last week? And just a knowing and understanding our, our mind being enlightened or somebody else speaking through us, the Word speaking through us. I've prayed in, in the Spirit over things, and, and then the next message I hear on whatever, a podcast or something, that person speaks directly to that, and I got my answer. You know, Maybe we've you know, shared with somebody uh, the Word of God on a topic, um, you know, and, and, and somebody who needs a breakthrough, they've hit a wall or something, and for whatever reason, they didn't receive it, or they didn't understand it, um, that's another opportunity. That's an area where Holy Spirit can come in and, and manifest His gifts and to to reach into that situation and, and bring freedom or, or whatever that situation uh, requires. You know, maybe someone needs healing or miracle, financial, relational breakthrough. Uh, maybe there's a reason emotionally they're all just like at their wit's end or mentally they just can't, they're, they're at the point of breaking. Um, there's, there's a time constraint. There, like something's got to happen now type thing, you know and uh, how many knows God shows up on the scene at the right time? And uh, we see that through scriptures, we see that. Um, God's, God's never late. Uh, he's never early, He's always on time. He, he, um, but he's close sometimes it's close. <laughs> But it's funny. He's missed a lot of opportunities to be really early. I know that. But uh, but God is good, and and the, again, these gifts can be they're 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 weapons of the body of Christ, and maybe that you know they're 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 just uh, they're available through Holy Spirit's ministry in our lives, and uh, again, as we yield to Him, as we. Um, seek Him, just that daily filling. We talked about that last week. It's not a that not that that time in August of 1987. That wasn't a one-time situation for me. No, I went along for a while thinking it was, but then somebody taught me from the Word. No, that's a that that word be filled is be being filled. It's a continual filling. It's a continual daily filling of Holy Spirit. Amen. Because as you pour out, you need to get filled up again, right? So, um, you know, I, just a little side um, test, testimony-ish. But just in this way, um, as the gifts, I just kind of went through some things, those those walls, people hitting their life, whatever. But, you know, years ago in 91, I, I received a miracle. I'm not going to go into my testimony, but I was delivered from Tourette's Syndrome and and, and a big congregational setting and um, it was a, a, a con, what do they call that you know crusade crusade um, but in, in Flint where I lived, Benny Hinn crusade all that stuff but um, but there was a you know through that whole experience like you know you, you can't I can, I can get lost in my mind and, and reasoning and trying to figure things out but it is what it is I just I'm grateful but like I wonder what the gifts of the, what gifts of the spirit were in operation right there but but I'll tell you one thing for sure: the word of wisdom, or the word of knowledge, was in operation regarding me receiving a miracle, and then I believe the gift of faith uh, manifested. Because that, that, as that word of knowledge went out, I grabbed hold of that, and I—I I don't think from that before that time I learned that, you know, faith. Um, appropriates what the grace of God has made available. I didn't know. I was kind of just getting into learning about walking in faith and, 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 and taking hold of that which God had, had given us. But for whatever reason, again, I believe it was Holy Spirit in operation. The gift's in operation. Maybe a few going on at the same time. But when that word of word of knowledge came out and it was regarding me, I took it. It might have... Applied to lots of people because there was thousands there. But I said, that's for, I literally, whether, I think I verbally said it, but I just, my hands were layers and I said, that's for me. And boom, power of God hit me. So manifestation, a miracle. I mean, it was like one second there, next second, not there. And there was a lot more that goes on with that story. I'll share it sometime. I've shortened it down to only an hour and a half. Do you want me to tell? Just kidding. No, no, it used to take hours. Uh, But that was like uh, the biography version or something. But um, so, anyways. But there was I've personally witnessed gifts and operation in my own life, and I'm sure you have. Even the little things like I shared with the uh, the gal at the at the restaurant. You know, I remember. Shortly after receiving um, the miracle I received back in ninety one I was working at a little cubicle you know it was a cubicle, it was an office place with a lot of cubicles and for whatever reason, it seemed weird at the time, looking back, but one of my coworkers, my team members um, i said i don't know what they said something about it was something to do with them not feeling well or they were cold i don't know what it was, but i said uh, i said, "Well, can I pray for you and it was just and it, it was a prompting I was getting and I wasn't aware of what was going, you know, I was kind of dismissing it. And then as I stepped out, I said, I believe, you know, God wants to heal you. And I just prayed, simple, walked away, back to my job. And they came over and they were like, it's gone. Like whatever the symptom was, it's gone. I'm like, praise God. He loves you. Like This person came came to the Lord Uh, through my our time working together which is awesome right so god just used that that was an encouragement that was you know displaying god's goodness it might have been you know not a big dramatic thing but it was simple and it was like hey god got that person's attention and then received jesus as a result of just that those interactions and just there was i I, it's a long time ago 30 years ago or something but but god is good and 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 i'm you know, it's always good to be part of what God, God's doing, right? Um, so that's it. That was more than I wanted to, wanted to go off on. But there's a better way. Uh, revelation and faith. So the gifts of the Spirit are awesome. But a really, really great way to receive is, uh, it is by the Word of God. Revelation from the Word of God, right? And then grabbing a hold by faith. Those promises in God's Word for yourself, why is that so awesome? Because you won't lose it. And there's things I've done. I, I mean, I've, I've kind of jokingly said I've, I've learned things on different topics like righteousness. I was actually in an entire class on it and I don't remember anything about it. And then a couple years later, I'm reading the Bible on the topic of righteousness and I'm like, how come nobody told me about this? And it was just, I was... As I fed on that topic, I started saying, oh, I'm in right standing with God. I had just come out of a, a, a time where I thought God was done with me. I was too far gone. He was upset with me. Do you want to think? You know, I was writing myself off, and then I saw this. I'm like, wait a minute, that's wrong. That's a lie. This is, this is not what that says. So I started feeding on that, and I was getting hungry, and I took that all in, but, but that set me free. And, and guess what? I haven't let that go. I mean, there's times where the enemies tried to beat me up or whatever. Condemnation still tries to come in, right? If the enemy got you with condemnation, beat you over the head for however long, he's still going to try it, right? He doesn't have any new tricks. He just keeps reaching in the same bag, right? So, but uh, that's a very, very powerful truth. Is, as you dig in for yourself into the Word of God on a topic... And sow His Word in your heart and, and give, your, give yourself to studying and, and feeding on that. And you get revelation by Holy Spirit and grab hold of that by faith. Like, that's mine. Whatever that is. Healing, merit, whatever that is. You're not going to lose that. I don't believe you're going to lose that. And that's, I think that's really the best way. But uh, that doesn't discount the importance of the gifts of the Spirit in operation. I'm not discounting that at all. But uh, it, it's good. It's good. And, uh, but we only know in part, right? We don't know everything. We only know in part. And the uh, Word says that we only know in part. You prophesy in part. But um, there's coming a day where we're going to be, we're going to know. as He is known. It's going to be good. But until that time, um, we, need, we need these gifts of the Spirit in our lives because we don't know everything. You can think you do. I think there was times I think I thought more when I was a teenager that I knew everything. Than, but but uh, we only know in part. And we, these are valid things. These are valid gifts. Um, valid, valid. Not valid. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, important. There's a fancier word I'm trying to think of. Vital. I knew it started with a V. Thank you. All right. Vital gifts. The gifts are vital. But um, speaking of faith, speaking of faith, um, just to kind of, I'm not getting paid for this endorsement, but um, Kenneth E. Hagan, has anybody ever heard that, that guy before? He is um, in heaven, and, uh, but he, he was a founder of uh, Ramo Bible Training Center out in Tulsa, Oklahoma was it broken arrow? Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Broken Arrow. Um, I almost went out there. Pastor Chad almost went out there. <laughs> I think a lot of people almost went out there. But uh what's that? You did? Awesome. I'm a little I'm a little jelly. Hold on, guys. Ah, alright. Well, hmm. Now we have to have conversations. So, but anyways, Kenneth Hagen. He, he he's written a lot of he wrote a lot of books while he was here on earth, but um, I'll, I'll I'll tell you about one in a second. But um, in the last decade of his his ministry, and this guy, if you don't know who this is, he would be definitely without a doubt, hands down considered one of the generals of the faith in in the twentieth century. Like I mean, the he lived he I think he went to heaven in early two thousands somewhere in there. But, um, I mean, this guy was a general in the faith. And if you want to see the gifts in operation in decently and in order, that, that's a ministry. You can go back and thank Jesus for the YouTubes, but you can go back in, the, in those, that era and, and watch videos. You can you know get his books, whatever. But um, I can't see I I was in, under ministries that went to Ramah, so that's kind of a strong... Uh, poll for me so but he uh going back to this in his last decade uh he um urged pastors and graduates of rhema um the bible school that to place to place to place the move of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit in their ministries because there was a lot of things like i mentioned earlier that was being pushed down and downplayed and kind of canceled if you will in today's vernacular, but he warned the church that uh, there would be an could be, there could be an entire generation uh, who would miss out on the move of God because pastors and leaders were overcorrecting in shutting down the ministry of the gifts of Holy Spirit, uh, you know, in their ministries. And um, again, it's going from one ditch to the other, but it's beautiful when it's decently and in order. And I, I keep saying that over and over. And if you're interested, uh, Kenneth E. Hagan, I'm sure there's more than one book on the matter, but uh, he has a book and I'm sure I read it 30 years ago. I mean, a friend of mine who I just saw last week, um, uh, we, I think one of us, or I think he did, went in on the whole entire library back in the 90s and we would swap books and try to read them all or whatever. But uh, um, so... He's got a book called Concerning Spiritual Gifts, and it goes into the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. So maybe check that out if that's something. But there's a, a ton of other great um, ministers out there who have written books on this and have you know, messages on this and teaching. Again, like I said, our resources are innumerable. And, um, but I'm just you know, happy that we have those, and, and um, it is for us. And, but that's not going to be us, is it? We're not shutting down Holy Spirit, right? We're not—we're not, we're not going to quench Holy Spirit from what He wants to do in this place, or in our places of residence, or in the places that we go, in the places that we work. Because it's not just for these four walls, right? We all know that. That's so cliche. Um, That's—that's not going to be us. I—I um, I don't believe it one bit, and I know you don't believe it one bit either, but. Uh, like Pastor Chad mentioned, this third great awakening that we're in right now. Um, it is vital that we partner with Holy Spirit in our lives, even in our families. I mean, Pastor Chad has great testimonies of of the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting, not in some big explosive dramatic way, but just simple. He's shared them over and over, and I'm sure you'll hear one at some point <laughs> in this series. But uh, but. Us partnering with Holy Spirit, it can will bring what God wants to accomplish on this earth, and and just staying full and yielding to Him, um, we are turning the tide of ignorance, right? We want to turn that tide of of ignorance of the gifts of Holy Spirit, and uh, and 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 bring it into balance where it belongs. Not that it's out of balance here or anything, but we want to walk in that balance, not chaotic, crazy, not one ditch or the other. We want to right down the middle, right? And uh, we desire that, that you flow in the gifts and, and see that in your lives and, and, and the gifts are flow here freely, um, but with confidence and bib- that biblical order that we're going to get into, right, in the, in the upcoming weeks. Um, I believe God God's will will um, fully, uh, be fully manifested in the earth uh, in regard to the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, as they operate through the church as a whole, as the the universal church. I believe God's will be done on this earth. Just imagine, imagine every believer in Christ Jesus, every child of the Most High God, fully yielded to Holy Spirit, available for the gifts as He wills in operation in their lives. Can you imagine the impact, the global impact? And I believe that that we're going to see that. We're going to walk in that this third great awakening. We're going to see things. It's the former latter rain. It's all the stuff, right? It's, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm sure there's things going on around the world that we don't even know about, but that look like this. A full manifestation of Holy Spirit. Uh, bringing glory to Jesus, our soon coming King. Amen? I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, and uh, thanks for... Um, Bearing with me. I feel like this is stretching me a bit, you know? This, this, this series this is going to be fun. Like Pastor Chad said, we're tag-teaming, um, so it's going to be an alternating thing, but I believe it's going to be good, and I'm just asking you to, to believe with us. As Pastor Chad said earlier, opening the service, come expecting. Uh, as he was, you know, ministering um, during tithes and offerings, just have that expectancy in you, can you do that? Can I share one little thing? This is just what this is something that maybe well i'm going to share it, but I, I was telling Pastor Chad, but I told my wife on the way, and I said, I think the word of knowledge I think you were operating in a word of knowledge on something. We have a vehicle it's it's our babe, my wife's baby, but we've had it for about fourteen years. We got it a month before she was born but so there was some issues, you know, we, we just, routine maintenance stuff, right? And my wife asked me, I, you know, I was writing down the list of things we had to have done, no, no big deal, and uh, she said, have them check the, um, the frame, just the integrity as far as the level of rust or whatever, just the integrity of the frame. And in my mind, I, I didn't question, I'm just like, that's weird, like, I would never think to say that, like, I almost make certain assumptions, like, if they're going to put it up on a hoist, they're going to see everything. But I, yeah, I don't know or or not. But I think I feel like when you ask them to do something, they're just going to do that, and that's it. They're not going to, uh, you know, do everything. But anyway, so I I just again I thought that was strange, and so we took it in, and, and they came back with some not happy news, but it was with the frame. And this this area of the subframe is being held on by one bolt, one of four. This doesn't sound good, does it? <laughs> So why would, why would she? I've never asked that in my entire life. I've never, I've had plenty of cars and they've not been stellar. But I've never asked. Hey, check out the frame and the integrity. You know, whatever. We had three opinions and two and a half of them confirmed the situation. But I just thought I really think that that was Holy Spirit giving you a word of knowledge, because I mean we were driving this car everywhere. Here, there, and everywhere. It could be long distances. And we were just about to dump in conservatively well over $2,000 just in routine maintenance stuff. So Anna was... I. I Supposedly, I ran into the car a little while ago and cracked a little area of the w- headlight. No, it wasn't my fault. No, it was. But... I was even toying with the idea of getting that checked out and how much is that going to cost? But we were so close to dropping thousands and maybe things dropping completely out. I don't know. But isn't that interesting? It's normal. It should be that normal. And I do believe that that was what was called a word of knowledge operating through her to just, to just say that. She said it was just something. I said, how did you even think of that? She's like, it was just something that was, on, it was just working on me. Like, and I was like, well, let's give, let's give Holy Spirit the credit for that one. <laughs> Maybe for, I believe, saving lives, probably, you know? I mean, that doesn't sound good. One bolt out of four holding things together. That doesn't sound, especially going 70 miles an hour, because I don't go over the speed limit. Um, so anyways, that was just a little testimony. So I hope that blessed you. But um, it's supposed to be that normal in our everyday lives, right? I really believe that. So, um, I know you're hungry. You want to play games. So let's uh, let's close in prayer and um, and we'll end in worship. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you for Holy Spirit, who you desire to come and indwell our spirit. Thank you for the great teacher, the helper, the comforter. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing truth to us, for leading us into all truth. Fill us afresh today, Holy Spirit. May there not be a day that goes by that we are not aware of Your presence in our lives, that we're not aware of Your willingness to walk with us, walk alongside of us, to guide us, to teach us, to help us, to bring comfort, and to glorify Jesus. Thank You, thank You, thank You for what You're going to do in this place. Thank You, Lord, for the honor of being in this third great awakening. Flood this planet with the power of Your Spirit. Manifest Your gifts as You will, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Caris New Testament Church. For more information or to contact us, go to www.